This is a trigger warning that the following podcast talks about eating disorders. If this affects you, please see the show notes for resources. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Good day to you. Welcome back. How are things today? Now, I hope you are trying to step out of your comfort zone from last week's episode. And going off of that today, we are going to talk all about being consistent because this will not only help you with recovery, but in every part of your life. If you're trying to create new habits, you will need to be consistent because to make it a habit, you need to do it often. And of course, being more consistent with habits you are trying to create is going to help you a lot along the way. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about what consistency is, why consistency is important for recovery, why we struggle with consistency, how to know if you are being consistent in recovery, how to know if you are not being consistent in recovery, and then of course, how to become more consistent. I'm pretty sure I had a pretty similar proud of moment last week, but I'm going to share it again because it's related to today's episode about consistency. And that is of course being more consistent with my sleeping habits. I'm being more consistent with the times I wake up and although it can be extremely challenging, I'm pushing through. Funny fact though, you know how I meditate in the morning? Well, when I have to wake up even earlier or just earlier than usual, I am falling asleep back in my meditation and I wake myself up because my thoughts become very peculiar, like just so random. I couldn't even give you an example. They just change from going from my I am statements and my grateful force to who knows what. It's just, it's bizarre. It's like when you have a really random dream and you wake up and you're like, how the fuck did my brain even think of something like that? Yeah, well, that's me when I'm so tired and trying to meditate in the morning and I'm falling back asleep. But that's okay because I still finish my meditation and I get up and then I complete the rest of my morning routine and we'll get into what that is later in the episode. Pretty sure I've talked about it before, but... Just to remind you, it will come up later in this episode, okay? So just remember that consistency really is the key. So let's get straight into it. What is consistency? Being consistent is defined as always behaving or happening in a similar, especially positive way, which is why consistency is so important for recovery because we are literally creating new and healthier habits in our life to change our lifestyle and to change how we look after ourselves and see ourselves and feel about ourselves. And to do this, we need to be consistent with new habits. And that's why with a lack of consistency, we are not able to form these new habits and behaviors. 
And when we remain consistent, this is when we will start to see results. Not upfront, not after behaving or reacting to something once in a different way. Although that is awesome, great, but you know what you need to do? You need to keep it up. You need to keep on making those changes. It is not a one-hit wonder. It's about staying focused to your goals and really being committed to achieving them. So we try to be consistent with our habits. To form and build strong habits, we need to work on our structure and our routine and our accountability. These are all crucial to forming a new habit. Structure because it will help us develop a routine and be organized. And having a routine is important because it helps us have a set schedule and allow us to make time for ourselves every day to prioritize our mental health and self-love and care. And of course, accountability is important because we are able to hold ourselves accountable to our actions. And this will help us maintain our consistency. Now, why is it so important for us to remain consistent? Well, first of all, because we learn from consistency. Did you know that every time we have a new experience, a pathway is then created in our central nervous system? And these pathways link to our emotional and our psychological and biological processes that we used during that situation. And therefore, if we continue to have that experience, these pathways are activated and become more cemented. And that's when these experiences start to feel more familiar. And then it becomes more easily to us the behaviors and the skills that we use during these experiences. So it's the same with the unhealthy habits that we've already created. Those can be changed. Don't doubt it. Our brains are plastic and we can rewire them. And we rewire them through a process called neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity, to summarize, thank you Frontiers for this very helpful definition, is the brain's ability to modify, change and adapt both structure and function throughout life and in response to experience. Experience. Things that we are taking part of. So the more we take part of these experiences, the more our brains will adapt and modify to these changes. And you know what that does? That forms habits. Oh my gosh, you're right. You're exactly right. (laughs) So you'll be able to solidify these positive behaviors that support recovery the more you adapt to healthier behavioral patterns and emotional responses. But why do we struggle with consistency? Well, there are a few reasons. First of all, there's having a lack of patience. Also having a lack of clarity and focus. Also having a desire for instant gratification. And that would be not trusting the process. Another reason why we struggle with consistency is not having supporting habits or triggers and also having the all or nothing mindset. And as I was saying with not trusting the process, if you struggle with consistency, maybe it's because you're focused more on the outcome rather than the process itself. Have you ever heard the quote, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey, so enjoy the ride. If you have, start applying it more in your life and if not, well, you're welcome. And don't get me wrong, of course the outcome is important. But if we only focus on the outcome itself, we're going to be just stuck in this little bubble where all we can think about is how we're not there yet and that it's taking too long to get where you need to be. Well, that's what we need consistency for. It takes time. And as I love to say, wouldn't it be even better to look back one day and think, fuck, I put in all of that hard work and dedication and now look where I am. It wasn't easy, but I pushed through. I'm a strong mother. 
If we become fixated on the outcome, it's going to make our present feel really dull and unhappy place for us to be in. And it shouldn't be, because it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Enjoy the ride. And even when you reach this said goal that you have in your head, when you reach it, create another one. Or maybe even along the way, it will change to be even bigger and better. And you wouldn't be able to reach those goals or adapt to those goals unless you first worked to get there. So why is consistency important? I got a few reasons for you. Well, first of all, it's pretty much what I just said about achieving your goals. One of the reasons why consistency is so important is because it's the foundation for us to reach our long-term goals. We need to put in that consistent effort and that is what is going to lead us to achieving our goals. It's turning your imagination into your reality and working hard to get where you want to be. Consistency is also important because it helps us develop self-control and discipline. Because if we're trying to form a new habit, that's obviously not very easy. And we have to step out of our comfort zone to do that. So we have the choice to go back and do what we're comfortable in doing or step out of our comfort zone and be consistent in forming a new habit. And this means not allowing ourselves to get off track and instead remaining focused. We have to be more aware of what we have to do to get to our goals and to form those new habits and also how to let go of unhealthy habits. So to improve our lives and have personal growth, we need to remain consistent and we need to be disciplined, focused and have self-control with this. A great example for self-control would be stopping the binging and the purging. Extremely difficult and will take consistent effort. However, the end result is worth trusting the process for. Another reason why consistency is really great is because it actually will help inspire those around you. When you consistently work on your goals, it will help the people around you and people that you care for feel inspired and in seeing the amazing changes within yourself and want to make changes in their life as well. You want to be inspired and you also want to be inspiring. And wouldn't it be nice just knowing that your consistent effort, the hard work that you're putting in, has helped inspire someone else to do the same. Maybe not in eating disorder recovery, for example, but maybe they've just seen changes in your life. They've seen you become healthier and happier and they want to improve that in their own lives. And if they asked you how you turned things around, you know what you get to say? Oh, well, first of all, you stepped out of your comfort zone and also I remained consistent. Yeah. Consistency is also super important because it's going to help you build momentum. You're going to keep growing as a person and become more unlikely to stop growing and stop achieving and stop stepping out of your comfort zone. Because if you're not consistent with new habits, you're not going anywhere. You're not achieving things that you want to achieve. So therefore, if you remain consistent and you see that you can change your habits around, you're also building your momentum. Another reason why consistency is so important is because it helps you form new and healthier habits. It's very difficult to form new habits, especially when you're used to doing a lot of unhealthier habits and they've become second nature to you. You're stepping out of your comfort zone when you try to form these new habits and stay consistent in them because the change isn't going to happen automatically. But if you persist through your mind going, stop, this bad habit is here to stay. Uh, well, first of all, no, it's not. Say adios to it and keep charging through those thoughts and to do this you're remaining consistent and the more consistent you are you'll notice that your unhealthy habits are becoming more at the back of your mind and soon out of your life but it can only happen if you let it and you work hard to get there 
Another reason why consistency is so important is because it helps you differentiate between what is important and also what you should be prioritizing in your life. This is because to remain consistent, you need to value your time and you also need to be focused. Once you keep practicing consistency, you'll start to realize just how valuable your time really is and how it also helps to have a bit of an end goal. Of course, that can change along the way as you grow and reprioritize things in your life. However, having some sort of goal will help you try to plan your way how to get there. So you'll start to prioritize, of course, your time, how you spend it, and you'll start to realize what is important to you and what's also holding you back from getting where you want to be. Consistency is also important because it's going to help you attract more opportunities into your life based on your own hard work, which is being consistent. Energy flows where attention goes. What you give out will return to you in some sort of way, the same type of energy. So if you remain consistent and you work towards what you want to get, opportunities will start coming your way. Some at the time that maybe you didn't even know was something that you even considered in your life. And then it comes to you and you're like, wow, look what my effort does. Your consistency will start differentiating yourself to others who haven't remained consistent. And you'll get these opportunities because you remained consistent. Another reason why consistency is so important is because it helps you be accountable. Your results will show whether or not you've been consistent. So you need to be accountable and hold yourself accountable to reach the goals that you were hoping to achieve. You are the one that is going to have to remain consistent to get to where you want to be. So it's not like you can blame someone else for not... So it's not like you can blame someone else for you not meditating every day. You're the one that has to sit through and listen to your thoughts and be present and be mindful. And that's really on no one else but yourself. So you need to hold yourself accountable. And when you hold yourself accountable, you can then change and adapt your actions and behaviors depending on how you see your progress going so that you can keep progressing towards the goal that you want to achieve. Consistency also helps you become more productive. To reach your goals, you need to be consistent. And to do that, you need to spend your time productively. Of course, we all deserve a bit of downtime. However, you will find yourself trying to spend more of your time productively, as in not to waste your time because there's a goal you're trying to meet. There's something that you know that needs to be done, so you're going to procrastinate less. And lastly, in terms of how consistency is important to us generally, we have because it will make you more reliable. Consistency makes you more reliable because you are sticking to something. When you are more consistent with your actions, it makes you more reliable and people can count on you more. You can count on yourself more. And this is because actions really do speak louder than words. You are not just saying you're going to do what you're going to do, but you actually fall through with it and do it. So let's go over that quickly, shall we? I'm just going to summarize those 10 points as to why consistency is so important. Number one is because consistency is the foundation for achieving your goals. Number two is because consistency develops self-control and discipline. Point number three is that consistency inspires those around you. Point number four is that consistency helps you build your momentum. Point number five is that consistency helps you form new habits. Point number six is that consistency helps you understand what is important and what should be prioritized. Point number seven is that consistency helps attract more opportunities to you. Point number eight is that consistency creates accountability, which we need in our life. Point number nine is that consistency helps you be more productive. And point number 10 is that consistency helps you be more reliable. 
So generally, that is why consistency is so important in our lives. No matter what it is that you are doing, if you remain consistent, no matter what the task is that you are trying to be consistent with, these are some benefits that will come your way. And if we want to relate it more specifically to eating disorders, we have West Wind Counseling Eating Disorder Recovery Centre to thank for this following list. I'm going to name a bunch of different reasons why consistency is so important for recovery on your eating disorder. So we have that it decreases urges and preoccupation with food. Consistency helps you have regular fuel for functioning. It helps normalize your hunger signals. It helps actually challenge your eating disorder. And this is because you are fighting your eating disorder and you are becoming more consistent with healthier habits. Consistency is important for your eating disorder recovery because it helps establish routine and structure to your life in a healthier way. It's also important because your body can learn to trust you and that you are trying to take care of it. And consistency is important because the more that you establish these healthy habits in your life and getting rid of the unhealthy ones that have to do with your eating disorder is that it's going to help repair your body and your mind the more that you stick to these healthy habits and remain consistent. So with that, here are a few ways that can help indicate to you whether or not you are being consistent. So these are a few signs that show that you are being consistent. You have energy and decreased fatigue. You are honoring hunger. You are eating every few hours. You have regular bowel movements. Your fear foods are being challenged. Your obsessive thinking and preoccupation is decreasing. You're not regularly waking up hungry. Your mind is alert. You are hydrated. You are sleeping well. You have the ability to engage in joyful movements without compensation from your eating disorder. You keep up with your day-to-day activities. You are satisfied after meals. You have less anxiety and have more stabilized moods. Your strength and endurance are increasing. You are better at problem solving. You are starting to have weight restoration and nutritional rehabilitation. You are challenging your eating disorder rules and mindset. You are having changes in how you think, feel and talk about food. You are spending an adequate amount of money on food. And this relates to not spending hundreds of dollars on Uber Eats every week. God, what was I thinking? And another sign to show that you are being more consistent in recovery is that you are flexible with the foods that you are eating. And with that, a few signs to show that you aren't being consistent with your eating disorder recovery include restricting, restraining, listening and believing your eating disorder voice and the behaviours they tell you to take part of. Often choosing safe foods, skipping meals or snacks, delaying eating, having a decrease in energy, comparing yourself, struggling with nutritional rehabilitation and weight restoration, always being hungry, having a slow metabolism, having erratic emotions, not eating every few hours, having irregular bowel movements, Having your eating disorder as your predominant stupid voice. Having your eating disorder make excuses for you. Whether this is why you need to go vomit or why you overate, why you are restricting food or why you are choosing to listen to your eating disorder over self-love. And also missing parts of a meal. Now a few strategies to help you increase your consistency with recovery 
include oh and by the way we're going to get way deeper into consistency very shortly but this is just specifically for eating disorders but of course everything else relates to eating disorders and anything else that you hope to be more consistent with and improve in your life so to increase your consistency with your eating disorder recovery try to pre-plan your meals so this includes going grocery shopping earlier in the week and not just going free for all while you're there plan what you plan to cook this week and buy ingredients based on that. And also buy an appropriate amount of food that makes you feel comfortable in keeping that in and not taking that food back out of you. You can also be more accountable in your recovery by having one meal or one snack at a time. So not overindulge, but making an appropriate amount for you that you feel satisfied after. I've talked about this in episode two when I stopped binge eating, but just to relay, It can also be very helpful, especially with me trying to stop actually doing the purging part to it and the binge eating, of course, is to not eat so much that you get to a stage where you feel so overly full that you're like, fuck, I ate too much. I feel so sick. I feel so big and now I need to take it back out. So this will come over time as well because you need to find what the appropriate amount for you is that makes you feel comfortable, which is the most important part. But yeah, try to pre-portion your meals as well. That's another way to be more consistent so that when you eat, you know what's on your plate and it will help you eat slower and chew slower so that you can enjoy the meal more, be more mindful and also not get to a stage where you've overate because you've preset how much you're going to eat. And then if you really do feel like seconds, you have that opportunity to really assess yourself and ask, am I emotionally eating or am I actually hungry? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And it's not about making yourself have to limit so much food that you're just feeling even more guilty. 
if you do take that second bowl, but it's about finding an appropriate amount to you. And that will become easier to identify the more you remain consistent. Wow, it all leads back to consistency, doesn't it? To be more consistent with your recovery, it's also important to reframe your eating disorder thoughts. So this is redirecting your thoughts that are calling you fat and fucking worthless, which is not true at all, to more self-loving and uplifting thoughts about yourself. So episodes five and six of my podcast goes over all of those different ways. So go build that self-love and stop listening to your eating disorder mindset. That is only tearing you down and it's not even true. The shitty things that they're telling you to be true. And to also be more consistent, of course, I'm going to say to meditate. You are putting in a certain amount of minutes every day, however long you do it for, that you are dedicating to relaxing and being mindful and taking time for yourself. You're being mindful and you're thinking calm, rational and supporting thoughts. And you have to do that every day. Meditation should be an everyday thing. And of course, if you miss it one day because who knows what has happened, it's important to be accountable. And if you feel like you've made an excuse as to why you've not done it, that's up to you to identify, first of all. But also then, just make up for the minutes the next day. I am telling you, I've gotten to the stage of meditation that now I cannot go to sleep until I've done both of my sets of meditation. It does also help inspire me to get it done earlier because then when I'm literally absolutely exhausted and I just want to go to sleep, my brain is still awake no matter how much my eyes are shutting because I just, I'm telling myself I haven't done my second load of meditation yet because I do one in the morning and one in the afternoon slash night. But yes, I do have this backup rule though. Thank you, Kenneth Zayden Coach, that if you don't complete your minimum amount of minutes every day with your meditation, make up for it the following day. So say you had a 20-minute meditation daily minimum standard. If you did 10 minutes of that, the next day you would do 30 minutes to make up for it. This helps you not only be consistent, but to also be accountable for your actions because you're saying, all right, I didn't get it done today, which means that I have to do it tomorrow because this is something that is one of my non-negotiables. You are setting it up in your mind that this is something that must be done. And it's for a good reason too. Another way to remain consistent with your eating disorder recovery is to become more aware of your hunger cues. So I definitely say to go listen to the emotional eating episode for this because that's going to help you identify whether or not you're actually hungry or whether or not you're just feeling some sort of emotion, for example. Are you feeling bored? Are you trying to procrastinate against something? Are you sad? Is there something that you are trying to avoid properly thinking about and addressing? Think about it! And also, it will help to get groceries. That is definitely a great way to remain consistent because you got the food in your house and also it's going to save a bit of money. So get on it. So go get inspired. Go find a recipe that makes you excited to eat it because food is yummy. And but that also makes you feel good about eating it. So that will help you with your eating disorder recovery because you're excited to eat and also in a healthy way. Of course, as well, another great way for you to try and be more consistent with your recovery is to ask for support when you need it. I hope that at this time you've gotten to the stage where you have opened up to someone about your eating disorder, someone that you trust, someone that you know is there to support you, and of course, cheer you on for your recovery. It may not always go perfect though, by the way. Maybe you opened up to someone and you didn't get the reaction that you were hoping for. Keep in mind that we can never control someone else's reaction. So, the main thing that you can get out of this, no matter what the other person's response was, is that you stepped out of your comfort zone, first of all. 
you acknowledged that you were struggling with something and you've brought it out into the world, which means that you can now take steps and actions to overcome your eating disorder. So it's a win-win either way. And hey, if they had a really shitty reaction. And another way to be consistent with your eating disorder recovery is to become aware of your triggers. What is triggering you to go and binge eat or purge it out or restrict this food? Whatever it is, you need to find your triggers and you can do this by journaling or just making more conscious thoughts about it all. What is it that triggers you to do these unhealthy habits? You need to find your triggers so that you can prevent the unhealthy outcome from happening. And you can only do that if you know what is triggering you to go out and do them. And with that, let's get into how to be more consistent in your life. Number one is to accept the dip. This can be extremely challenging and it becomes even more challenging because first of all, when I talk about the dip, I mean, you're going to see a lot of success. You're going to notice that you've been more consistent with something and you're seeing results. But more likely than not, there will then be a dip. It won't be as successful as you've noticed it to be the whole time. Maybe you've stopped seeing any progress and you're starting to now feel less enthusiastic and motivated. But this is the stage that is going to separate you from continuing to reach your success or to stop and give up when times are a bit harder. Now, of course, in more difficult times, it seems easier just to quit now and just quit when things get hard. And when this dip happens, this will separate you from being the person that gives up in times of difficulty or to face that fear, to face this challenge and to keep going. It takes a very strong person to not only be consistent in the first place, but to keep on going even when things seem almost impossible. If it was easy, everybody would do it. So even when this dip happens and you're like, fuck, I'm not seeing anything anymore. I'm making no progress. What the heck is the point? I might as well just stop now and give up. You can do that for sure. It may seem like the easy way out. But when that dip comes, I want you to remember this point and this episode and me yapping on about it because this dip is going to separate you from having success or for losing that opportunity in times when it got a bit tough. So when that dip comes, remember this and remember that dips are very common and most likely will happen when you are being consistent. So if you're thinking, what the What's the point? What was the point of being so consistent when it's just not going anywhere anymore? Well, when you're having those feelings of this initial high, you're like, fuck yes, I've made some progress and I'm seeing some results. That's all well and good. I'm glad you're experiencing some happy feelings, but it's not always just going to go straight up. Your progress is not just going to look like a straight increasing line, only going upwards, no downfall. There will be some setbacks just like in anything. And this is going to differentiate you from being consistent for a while or remaining consistent even in troubling times or more difficult times, in times when it would have been easier just to give up rather than keep going. So to help overcome that dip is to accept that that dip is most likely going to happen and to challenge it and to say to bring it on because you are going to push through that setback. Which leads us into our next tip of how to be more consistent is to forgive yourself and keep on going. It's actually a great example would be what I just talked about earlier about meditation. If you miss a day of meditating or whatever it is that you've set to yourself that you must remain consistent for, you've missed it for whatever reason. 
you can either be like, ah, let's beat myself up, let's feel bad for missing something, or you can just forgive yourself, say, okay, first of all, identify whether or not you made excuses not to do it, or there was actually a reason for you not taking part of it. So you're, you're identifying the difference between making excuses or whether something else just truly came up and stopped you from doing something. Well, instead of beating yourself up, you can just say, all right, I either made an excuse not to do this today or maybe something actually happened. Either way, what I'm going to do is make up for this lost time. I'm going to schedule it in. I'm going to make up for that lost time. I'm not going to make myself feel bad about it. However, I'm going to learn from it and hold myself accountable by still getting it done. So just like the meditation example, if you didn't have time for that last 10 minute session, make up for it the next day or the next day if you have to. Just make it still something that you try to complete. And that's what's going to lead you to be more consistent and make it more of your non-negotiables. So it's not about demotivating you from ever doing it again because you missed it one day. No, it's to start getting into your head that this is something that you want to complete. That is good for you. That is healthy for you. And you need to make the time for that. So learn from whatever it is that stops you from doing it on this day and improve on that so that it helps you not miss it the next day. So accept that mistakes or setbacks may happen. If you miss out on something, it doesn't mean that you've ruined your consistency. It's instead about trying to figure out what you could do to help you overcome that obstacle that made you miss out on something. Mistakes help you learn and improve. So you can use your mistakes, this is up to you. You can use your mistakes to beat yourself up for it or to learn and be better for next time. My next tip is to have a consistent morning and nighttime routine. My morning routine pretty much consists of, first of all, I will wake up, I will meditate, I will have a cold shower, I will then drink a big glass of cold water, and then I will have a coffee, Oh, and after my shower, of course, I have my skin and hair routine. Yeah. And after all of that is done, I'll make my bed. Because when you clear your environment, you are clearing your mind. And then at nighttime, my routine is shower, face and hair routine again, meditation, and I try to read. And before all of that, by the way, I do some form of exercise and then settle down after that. So if you need some inspiration, that is my go-to. I obviously don't exercise every single day. I try to get at least something in, but generally that is my morning and nighttime routine. My next tip is to get that consistent thinking in. A great way to do this, of course, is during your meditation. Give yourself those I am statements. Give yourself, remind yourself for everything that you are grateful for and why. If you say this during your meditation, you're not only consistently saying this, but you're also changing your way of thinking, especially if you've been thinking very negatively about yourself before that. This is going to help you get in a routine of not only being consistent with your thoughts, but to meditate as well. And it's so important how we talk to ourselves especially. Because the more we say something, the more we're going to believe it. So we might as well be giving ourselves positive and uplifting, happy, healthy thoughts instead of negative ones. So we can start to believe it, even if you don't believe right now that... So even if you don't believe right now that you were strong and you were capable, just keep saying it to yourself and eventually... Your mindset will start to change, but that will only happen the more consistent that you are. My next tip is to push past the demotivation. We are not always going to feel motivated. So when you are trying to make a habit consistent, there will be some days that you're like, I just cannot be bothered. And if you're realizing that that's your excuse, this is when we're talking about excuses versus, for example, external events that stop you from doing something. If you realize that you are giving yourself excuses, try to push past them. Short-term pain versus long-term gain. 
We are not always going to feel motivated. So in times where you don't feel motivated, try and remind yourself as to why you are trying to be consistent in the now. You may not see all of the results right now, but you are heading towards some certain goal or pathway. And to get there, you need to put in the hard work. It's like when you can't be bothered to go and exercise and then you exercise and afterwards you're like, I am so proud of myself that I did that. I feel all of those happy endorphins releasing and I feel great. You may not have felt motivated at the time, but you thought about those good feelings that you get afterwards and you push through and you prove to yourself that you are capable of achieving what you set your mind to. So just remember, short-term pain for long-term gain. My next tip is to learn how to say no. You don't want to be preoccupied doing so many things that are not necessary. It's important to prioritize. Of course, if there's things you want to do, go for it. But you want to also make sure that you are prioritizing the things that are going to get you to where you want to be. This will also help you keep promises that you can't keep to yourself and to other people. I'll be having a whole episode dedicated to how to say no, because this is going to help you also say no to your eating disorder. Okay. But until then, just try to keep an open mind of what it is that you want to do and what it is that you feel like you need to say yes to. So if you struggle to say no at the moment and someone is asking you to go out, for example, one thing that will work is just saying, I'll let you know. And if they keep persisting, being like, no, tell me now, tell me now, just be like, I will let you know. Don't give them anything else that eventually you're just going in circles saying the same thing. The conversation should end at some point. But otherwise, just try to get rid of the feelings of guilt when trying to say no to yourself or to other people. And if we go back to the example of someone asking you to go out, but at this time you've scheduled to focus on something that you're being consistent with. You of course just say it politely that no, I can't make it. Thanks for inviting me, but I won't be able to make it today. And then you can always end the conversation with an alternate date to hang out, if that's what you want to do. But pretty much to be consistent means to stick to your prioritizations. So if you've made a commitment to a certain thing already, it's important to stick to that if you want to remain consistent. You've set out a time for you to complete something and it's important to go through with that. My next tip is to also go out and find that accountability partner. If you haven't already from the amount of times I've suggested it, please go find an accountability partner. It's not for them to guide your every move. However, you set out a plan, you tell them what it is that you hope to achieve and just get them to check in with you every once in a while. I'm sure you'd feel so proud and so happy to go and help someone that you care about to help support them and be their accountability partner. So you can fill this person in on what your goal is to be consistent with and what your sub goals are that you want to achieve along the way. So let's say you wanted to be consistent with meditating every day and your first goal is to get through meditating every day, morning and afternoon for two weeks. After the first week, you can have your accountability partner ask you how you're going with this. You can discuss your progress together and if you're finding some parts of it difficult, they can even help you come up with some suggestions to improve it. Once again, your accountability partner is not to be your punching bag. However, it is always a good feeling to know that there's someone out there that supports you, that you of course would also support. And my next tip of course is to work on getting quality sleep. If you want to be consistent, you need the energy to do so. So please go listen to my episode all about improving your quality of sleep. But of course, some main tips that will help improve your quality of sleep includes not being on your phone or any sort of blue light too close to bedtime, keeping your bed as your sort of safe haven so not doing absolutely everything in your bed all day or night. You're teaching your brain that your bed is for sleep. It's your little sleep haven. And of course, if you want to get into a consistent sleeping routine, try to wake up at the same time every morning and go to sleep at the same time at night. 
Another way to help yourself be more consistent is to be patient with yourself and allow yourself time to change your mindset. It is extremely difficult to change habits and your mindset. So it's important that you're patient with yourself. Because plus, if you're not, you're going to start becoming demotivated and believing that you should have seen results already, which is most likely not the case. Good things take time. And just as I said last week, it is not about the destination. It is about the journey. So enjoy the ride. So you want to make sure that you're setting realistic goals and expectations. And you also don't want to burn yourself out by just working so hard at first that you've burned yourself out and you have to stop the progress altogether. If this happens to you, it's important to just learn from this rather than beat yourself up about it, of course. But also remember that slow and steady takes the race. So it's not about getting to your goal extremely quick, but it's about staying consistent and watching yourself grow and progress into a stronger and more courageous person. And rest is, of course, important all the time as well. So, for example, if you're just exercising 10,000 times a day and eventually you're going to get very tired and your muscles are going to be sore, you're not giving yourself, you're not giving yourself any rest days for your muscles to recover. Soon, you're going to need to rest. So giving yourself time to relax and have a break is going to help your progress in the long run. And setting these realistic goals for yourself, they will take time and will probably change over time as you've learned more about yourself, figuring out what triggers you and also what you've improved on. So it's okay if these goals change along the way. But set these goals at a standard that allows you to have short-term goals and long-term goals. So the short-term goals you'll see yourself achieving every once in a while. And then the long-term goals will come way later on. You're reaching your sub-goals that you're going to be proud of yourself for reaching that benchmark. And then you can keep going. Tick it off your list. Make a list so that you can tick it off or highlight it or just be able to remind yourself and prove to yourself that you were reaching goals and that is leading you to your big end goal. And of course, once you reach that goal, create a new one or let it grow and adapt along the way. My next tip is to be present. This is so you can fully engage on your goal at hand. It means focusing your time on improving yourself and to, yes, of course, have your end goals but to be happy and focused on your present moment because your present is going to lead you to achieving these goals in the future. Don't focus on your past, rather learn from your past and focus on what you can do now that will help you get where you want to be in the future. And coming out of focusing on your present moment, my next tip is to let go of your old self-image. If you've seen yourself as someone that can't achieve anything, that is worthless, that that is big and that doesn't deserve to recover and that doesn't and that doesn't deserve to feel self-love or can't have a good relationship with food well that's not going to be your mindset anymore to be consistent you also need to change the narrative if it's unhealthy and unhelpful that you have about yourself if you've always believed that you're someone that doesn't deserve self-love or that can't achieve the goals that you've tried to set yourself out well first of all your mindset needs to change if you want to improve and also maybe it's just about finding a different way to reach these goals. Maybe the ways that you've tried to, say, eat healthier haven't worked out. So it's time to try a different way of reaching this goal. Find what triggers you to go back to unhealthy behaviours and patterns. And then focus on new and different ways to improve your mindset and also how to achieve your goals. So a big one, of course, is going to be meditation because you were giving yourself time Set time every day to not only be consistent, but to remind yourself or make yourself start to believe that you are these powerful and, and beautiful things. So I am strong. I am capable. I am healthy. I am an achiever. I am ambitious. I am learning from my mistakes and I'm becoming a stronger person. 
You make these I am statements based on what you are trying to believe about yourself. If you don't believe them yet, that is okay. I started off my meditation not believing a single thing that I was telling myself to be true. And you know what? Yeah, that's right. Now I do believe it. If you say something to yourself enough, you will start to believe it. Just like you made yourself believe that you are all of these negative things that aren't true. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So the same way you've made yourself believe all these negative things about yourself to be true, you can do the same with positive and encouraging things about yourself as well. So another way that you can remain consistent is to focus on progress rather than perfection. So of course have the goals that you want to achieve, but as I was saying earlier, your goals are probably going to adapt along the way. It's because you're growing as a person and you're realizing different things that you wouldn't have seen earlier because you're growing and you're becoming wiser and stronger. So set your goal. So let's go back to the meditation goal. You've set your end goal to meditate every day. That could eventually, by the way, change to you wanting to meditate every morning and afternoon. Still meditating every day, but maybe before you set it to only once a day, and as you've grown and you realize just how much you love it, it's turned into more than once per day. And your sub-goals could be starting off with having I am statements and focusing on that during your meditation session. And as you grow and keep practicing your meditation, you'll start to find yourself having specific I am statements that you keep repeating to yourself every day. You didn't write down a speech of everything that you need to say during your meditation session, but it's just come to you naturally and you've eventually started to remember what it is that you want to affirm in your head and repeat during your meditation sessions. But that didn't come from you needing to make everything perfect to start meditation. You just went for it. You said the goal is meditation and that's what you're going to do. You didn't need to write a whole script about it. It just came to you naturally because you kept practicing something. And if you can't tell, this is something that I did and there are now certain things that I say to myself during every meditation and I never wrote a script, but now I remember what it is that I want to keep affirming in my head. And this keeps changing over time as well. I change things and I also add things to what I want to say, which is probably why my meditation has gone from 10 minutes in morning and 10 minutes in the afternoon or nighttime 
to 40 minutes plus in the morning to 40 minutes in the afternoon slash night. And yes, of course, if there are certain things that you are hoping to achieve along the way, you can of course try to make that something to work on as you achieve your goals. But just keep in mind that goals do change along the way as you grow. So you don't need to have an oversimplified plan as to how you're going to achieve these goals. Just have your end goal and have little obstacles that you hope to overcome along the way and keep working towards that. Try new tips as well, something from my episodes or wherever else that helps you. So things don't have to go completely smoothly for you to achieve your goals. It's more important to take steps to reach your goals. So there will be mistakes or obstacles along the way. So rather than having an all or nothing mindset, it's more important to just keep remaining consistent as to where you want to go and enjoy the progress to get there rather than look to achieve an absolutely perfect result. Because as I've been saying, that goal is probably going to change along the way anyway. Okay. So in saying this, my next tip is kind of related to this, but it's to set realistic goals and expectations. Things take time to develop. Of course, try to shoot for the stars, but set yourself realistic goals and expectations to get you there. It may take a few months. It may take a few years. But enjoy the progress of getting you there and set yourself realistic goals that that you understand can't be achieved as an overnight success. As the wonderful Tony Robbins has said, most people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in a decade. So that's why I keep talking about these sub goals. Have your big end goal that you aim to achieve, but have little plots along the way that is going to help you get to that goal. If you aim to stop binging and purging, one of your sub goals to get you there could be, I want to learn how to pre-portion my food and stick to that portion. And to achieve that sub goal, you're going to learn what is a comfortable portion for you that makes you feel satisfied in what you've ate, but also not overly full. And to get to that, that's going to take time and practice and consistency. And you're going to need to learn from experience and mistakes and obstacles and also your triggers, of course. So be okay with the time that it will need to take to reach your goals because you are going to learn so much along the way. My next tip is to experiment to find what you enjoy doing. It is going to be so much easier for you to achieve these goals if you enjoy it along the way. Of course, there are going to be some times when you're not feeling motivated and there may be some tasks that you have to do that feels uncomfortable to go through with. And mindset also becomes very important in this because if there's some difficult challenges that you have to face, it is so important for you to be there for yourself the most. Make sure to remind yourself why you are doing what you're doing. And then of course, let's say you're hoping to exercise more and you absolutely hate a certain sport. Well, go find another one to do. If you don't like the gym, go find another activity that makes you feel happy to go and exercise because you know that you want to exercise and you want to be consistent with exercising. Well, then go find something that you enjoy to do that makes you exercise. And you won't find what you enjoy doing if you don't go out and step out of your comfort zone and try new things. So you'll never know unless you try. So go out there and keep on trying. And my last short and sweet tip for today is to find joy in the process. And find joy in your progress. There is always going to be ups and downs, especially if you are stepping out of your comfort zone and you are trying to be consistent with new habits. Forming new habits is extremely difficult, but it is also so helpful if you are trying to form healthy habits, of course. So find joy in realizing just how strong and capable you are. Find joy in learning so much more about yourself. Find joy in learning what it is that makes you feel happy and what you enjoy doing. Find joy in realizing what your triggers are 
what the root of your causes are and how you're going to overcome them. And find joy in growing your self-love because that will come the more you realize just how capable you really are. And that's something to be joyous of. And it's time to grab that pen out and write all of the following tips on how to be more consistent. Okay, so here is the summarized version. Otherwise, you can listen to my voice again whenever you need and listen to this episode. Okay. Number one on how to be more consistent is to accept the dip. Number two is to forgive yourself and keep on going. Number three is to have morning and nighttime routines. Number four is to have consistent thoughts and a consistent mindset. Number five is to push past your demotivation. Short-term pain for long-term gain. Number six is to learn to say no. Number seven is to find an accountability partner. Number eight is to get quality sleep. Number nine is to be patient with yourself when changing your mindset. Number 10 is to be present. Number 11 is to let go of your old self-image. Number 12 is to focus on your progress rather than perfection. Number 13 is to make your goals simple and sustainable. Number 14 is to experiment to find what it is that you enjoy doing. And number 15 is to find joy in the process. Okay. So anyway, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you'll try to bring more consistency into your life and realize just how capable you really are. I hope that your self-love is growing and I hope that you are stepping out of your comfort zone. And of course, I hope you're on a recovery journey to get rid of your eating disorder or at least starting to believe that you can or listening to these episodes to hopefully get to the stage where you believe that you can and then you do. So keep believing in yourself. I know that I certainly do. I hope that you were taking care and working hard to reach the goals that you want to achieve. And I hope that until next time, that you'll continue to eat with Ali.